Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. We're here to record episode 150, that Woo-hoo! tremendous milestone. And today we've got two very wonderful guests, uh, Paul Wilcox. It's great to be back on. And returning to the show, Jason King. Hello. Now, it's great to be here, or thank you for having me. <laughs> Not really. No, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to wonder about this podcast. Um, I'll give you some more thoughts later, but. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. mm. Well, then I think it's time to play our favorite new segment. All uh, right. What's in Paul's cloaca? <laughs> <laughs> For those just joining us, this is a segment where uh, we try to guess what's in Paul's cloaca. I guess it's a self-explanatory title. but You know, usually I edit this uh, segment out, but since it's the the opening segment, I'm going to have to leave it in, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've I've got it in there, so it's up to you guys now. All right. Animal, vegetable, or mineral? Hmm. I suppose it might fall under vegetable. (laughs) <laughs> it might fall under vegetable. Yeah. So, like paper? Mm, no. Is it alive? It was, <laughs> sort of, at one point. Is it green? No. Hmm. Is it white? Mm, somewhat on the inside. All right, I'm going to have to interrupt right there because <laughs> <laughs> this was the final straw. It's time for a reboot. Universe. Another reboot. So I decided that the listenership is really looking for something a little bit more hearty in the forms of a podcast about Hylian and Welcome to the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And today we are going to talk about the same topic we talk about. Every week, which is the what is it? The pileated woodpecker. I'm trying to recall. Yeah, my memory is a little no, foggy no. for some reason. Well, I think it's because one time we talked about the ivory-billed woodpecker. But oh, pile- that's right. The, the, oh, is yeah. It, is it pileated or pileated? Hmm. This is the exact sort of things we should be talking about in this episode. But before we get there, <laughs> we, let's introduce we really our guests. Should have known this before we got to episode twelve. Uh, we've got yeah. uh, <laughs> we've got resident bird expert paul wilcox it's great to be back uh, as a, the highly paid consultant that i am um the uh the dictionary.com says that both uh <clears throat> it's either pileated or pileated okay so i know we have this conversation every episode but it's just it bears repeating right it's good to clarify and also with us first time guest jason king thank you gentlemen longtime listener first time guest so uh, I have nothing to contribute on this subject. I just like hearing you talk about it. Oh, good. So uh, I think we should start up with our bird watch segment, which is how many uh, pileated woodpeckers have you seen in the last week? Um, I'll go first, as I usually do. I've gotten my total up to still zero. I've not managed wow. to see one. I go out every day, probably six to ten hours a day of birding specifically for the pileated woodpecker. But, you know, I see a lot of other kinds of birds. I've seen ducks. I've seen, what are those uh, big black ones that are always flying around? Ravens? Yeah, yeah, those ones. But still no woodpecker sightings. Nice. I haven't seen any this week. I've come across some of the uh, the evidence that they've been around, you know, the, the woodpecker holes and some red feathers. 
but uh, I haven't seen any any of themselves this week, I'm afraid. So I'm, my total is still at three all time. How about you, Paul? Well, this week I have seen one. I think it's the same one. Um, I've been essentially fighting a war uh, with this woodpecker, and I think it's gotten into my walls. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's waking me up at ungodly hours with its incessant rapping on my uh, wooden siding. I think I'm going to have to get vinyl put in pretty soon. So I'm trying to figure out how to harden my defenses against this this uh, one pesky woodpecker. I don't know if we've really discussed this either. Is this a bird a birding podcast or is this like a pest removal bird podcast? You have to see it to kill it. This is, That's a, for sure. this is related. Yeah, like I've I've seen it. And I and I like I like the I like woodpeckers when they stay when they're not pecking at you know my wood you know the other wood trees and things like that sort of a not in my backyard sort of deal. <laughs> well, even if they're in my backyard, that's fine. Okay, I don't want to I don't want them destroying my home. It's been a struggle, but I, I think I think we'll get there if we can find a way to to resolve this peacefully. Good, good, good. And so now we're going to move on to our our typical subject here of uh about the pileated woodpecker where although we know that we haven't seen any we like to guess what would be in the cloaca of the pileated woodpecker if we were to see mm. one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so why don't you go first paul what do you think what do you think's in there mm, uh probably like a like a sesame seed <laughs> i mean okay. i can't argue with that it's <laughs> Feasible for sure. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not asking any more questions other than that, but I think that's what's there. Okay. I uh, once again, I'm gonna guess it's a it's a twenty sided die in there. <laughs> the world's smallest D twenty. I don't know about the smallest, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's in there. It's got it's got Roman numerals on it this week, though. Oh. But all right, Charlie, what do you think's in there? I, I'm gonna go out on a limb this week. Go a little bit different than I usually guess. I'm going to say a treasure map left by a leprechaun. A leprechaun? Yeah, I know. It's Usually I'll pick like a, a small woodland creature leaving it. But this time I feel like, you know, a real sort of treasure map leading to something like a pot of gold rather than just like, you know, where acorns or something are buried. That's it. Everybody knows that the only real leprechaun is the one featured in the horror movie. I think it's time for a reboot. Universe reboot. So I think that it would be best to do a podcast about your favorite holidays that are not celebrated in America. Welcome to another edition of the Go Basky Wallace Report, the podcast where every day is Boxing Day. My name is Charlie Wallace. And uh, I'm Adam Gobeski, and we have with us two servant like guests we have paul wilcox it's uh, great to be back as always and jason king i'm just happy to be here so we're in uh day 300 of our boxing day podcast where every day's boxing day and uh i have to say it's october 13th according to the gregorian calendar <laughs> but according to the boxing day calendar it's december 26th boxing day and I have to say that I haven't really been able to make many inroads um, today and in, in getting people to acknowledge that today's Boxing Day. It's, it's, it's still a struggle. By the way, I love the fact that you convinced us to make this a daily podcast. <laughs> well, 
I mean, it's fair. Yeah. It's like repetition, repetition. That's right. We can only get better. Yep. 10,000 hours. Mm -hmm. Every day is boxing day when you decide that every day is boxing day. Yeah. True words. Never said. So let's see. People born on boxing day today include (laughs) uh, Ashanti. She was born on boxing day today. Uh, Billy Bush. Oh, okay. Everyone's everyone's favorite Access Hollywood host, I'm sure. <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan born today on Boxing Day. And uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, all right. Yeah. The list never gets old. It, it doesn't. <laughs> Sammy Hagar celebrating his 25,932nd Boxing Day. No, oh, that's a lot of Boxing Days. That is a lot of Boxing Days. <laughs> So what what have you done for Boxing Day today, Paul? Um, well, I did my you know my normal routine of uh, uh, driving to uh, Canada, as I do every Boxing Day. And how's that working? Uh, it's it's great. They really like it over there. Making some inroads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really. I think I'm really helping the cause. You know, to, I'm I'm glad to have some international influence. I think there people are. Coming around before we know it, it'll be continent wide. How about you, Jason? What's what's your Boxing Day routine? Of course, um, I take in some sporting events. Okay. Do you tip tradesmen that have uh, done good work for you over the course of the year? I do. Okay. Um, I I provide things to them, including my Christmas Day leftovers. Oh, okay. Which was yesterday. In a way, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait. So are your left? Are you leftovers from yesterday or are they from 200, 301 days ago? <laughs> yes. Ah, <Okay. laughs> uh, yep, yep. I just want to take this opportunity to interrupt and uh, just point out that I know that we keep getting a lot of anti-American messages over like Twitter and things. And I just want to say that we're we're not intentionally anti-American. I know that. I know that we've described our our Boxing Day Holy Crusade as a as a jihad, but um, that doesn't necess- that doesn't mean that we're anti-American. It just means that we're we're striving to make every every day Boxing Day, and and it's just a sad fact of life that the the United States doesn't formally recognize that in a in a meaningful way. You yeah. know, why can't why can't every day be the day after Christmas? Right. I mean. Just do some research, people. That word's been around for a very long time. So just because your context has changed. How many jobs do I need to lose just because I refuse to go into work on Boxing Day? Right. I mean, this is ridiculous. Shouldn't Surely this is covered under some sort of law. Yeah. The law of Boxing Day. I think this knows. is like uh, FMLA covered, federally protected yeah. in the United States. Yeah. FBDA. Yes. <laughs> Federal Boxing Day Still appreciate the (laughs) yeah. Still appreciate the donations from the listeners to uh, lobby Congress to make that that official. But any day now, we expect to uh, hear back from one of their aides. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, I'm in the uh, in the pockets of Congress, so I'm going to have to hold up right there. And it's time to reboot the podcast. Uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. And I think that we're going to talk about. Movies starring or featuring Christopher Walken. 
Hello and welcome to Christopher Walk and Respect. I'm your first co-host, Adam Goveski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. Adam and I are the two biggest Christopher Walken fans on planet Earth besides Christopher Walken and his own mother. And that's really, uh, that one's up for debate, I think. That's true. But uh, today we have uh, two very wonderful guests here to help us discuss the 1991 classic McBain. And we have with us Jason Kane. Greetings. And Paul Wilcox. Good to be back. So let's talk about the 1991 McBain, a movie that we know, of course, is famous due to its uh, cruel parody, I guess, of the that happens in The Simpsons. And sure, they claim that the name McBain happened in The Simpsons before the movie McBain happened. But I mean, are we really going to quibble about details here, Charlie? Why bother? I mean, that's why I don't watch The Simpsons anymore. That's right. Ever since the first McBain reference. Real downer, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about uh, the the Christopher Walken McBain. Paul, you saw that movie. What was that movie about? Uh, I think it was about a uh, one Dennis McBain. I think he was an heir to the the McBain mansion. He had to spend one night in it to actually get the mansion. Uh, and it was the hilarious hijinks that ensued in his uh, spooky night at McBain Estates. Yeah, that sounds right. Jason, had you seen this movie? Yes, but with subtitles. Well, naturally, it's a Christopher Walken movie. I mean, we all understand that. But en- English subtitles? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, did, did did you watch the uh, the Farsi subtitles again, Charlie? Well, I did, but I'm trying to learn. I'm picking up a couple That's... of words each time. What, what words did you pick up this time? El Presidente. That one came up. El Presidente. That came up. That, your, that came up in your Farsi. I, I don't know. You know, like I said, a little, little bit at a time. Just, get, just gaining it from context. All right, all right. This is, it's time for a reboot, and for this iteration of the podcast, we will discuss the uh, Canadian television classic Corner Gas. Gasheads, it's time for another exciting episode of the Gobeski Wallace Report, a report about Corner Gas, the classic Canadian comedy. With me, as always, is my host, Charlie Wallace. Hi, Adam. You know, as we usually say, we are two um, Americans who are very appreciative of this Canadian comedy, and we, we kind of wish we were Canadian, honestly, after watching this. Like, if you were, if you're going to move to Canada, where would you move, Adam? You mean besides Dog River, Saskatchewan? <laughs> no, that's of course what I mean. <laughs> Why would you want to go anywhere else? <laughs> trick, trick question. Well, I just caught you. Oh, and we've got two wonderful guests here with us. We've got uh, regular guest Paul Wilcox, also a gas head. It's it is good to be back, and I am actually reporting uh, live today from Dog River. Oh, um, you made it! Yep, yep. I finally, I finally made it. A, you know, I I was asking how to get there. You know, I Googled it. And they kept telling me that's not a real town, but I found it. And first time guest. Uh, we hope after this episode, he'll be a guest freak too. Jason King. Hi, gentlemen. I don't own a TV, but I'm eager to learn. Hmm. That's an interesting. Yeah. Do you do you read? Can't say that I do, but I'd like to try one day. Okay. I believe you could probably send away for transcripts. Used to be able to do that anyway. Maybe book on tape. I mean, we could record the episodes for you and send you the tapes. Are you not already doing that? 
Well, usually, yeah. Well, all guests, we usually do that. But I think there was a shipping issue. I think it's still in transit. So you may not have had time to listen to all of the recreated transcripts that we've read. Wait a minute. Are you not doing your corner duties? Proselytizing the word of corner gas on street corners and outside (laughs) Wells Hall at Michigan State University? Uh, You've caught me. I have been there. Oh, so then you've heard us talk about the word of corner gas. But I didn't realize it was a TV show. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe that's why. It is something we tend to gloss over when we're, yeah. I thought it was your real life. Well, I mean, it kind of is at this point, right? Like, you know, we just, we live corner gas. And that's why I just love saying corner gas. Yeah, every time you say it, I get like a tingle down my spine. Oh, I get a tingle in my thunder face. It's <laughs> one for all you gas heads out there. <laughs> you know, I just... We've basically dedicated our lives to this show after we started the podcast. I mean, I quit my job. I bought a gas station. I never had a job. Well, yeah, it made it easier for you. I mean, more natural transition. So now we live at that gas station, you and I, podcast from that gas station. It's really just a great time. Yeah, I mean, we're working on getting licenses and stuff in order to actually sell gas. I mean, soon Uh, enough, right? Legally legally sell gas. Oh, yeah. I mean, mean, (laughs) we're still selling gas. Yeah. Gotten pretty good at my siphoning skills. <laughs> Not quite to 10,000 hours yet, but... That's a lot of siphoning. Well, yeah. You gotta do it right. You don't want to swallow much of that gas. Every ounce you swallow is is lost profit. That's true. But it, may, but it makes you stronger. So there's kind of like a balancing act you know, these, there. These are the exact sort of details that I think the television show Corner Gas glosses over but the good effect right whoa whoa whoa, whoa i mean most whoa, people whoa, don't want to do, hear about do not this speak ill of corner gas. i'm not i'm okay not so not glossing over i would say skillfully uh stepping over all right you know like someone passed out in the street i was worried for a second there i thought you were <laughs> thought you were daring to criticize corner gas in no, any way no, shape oh, or no, form no 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 i mean i'm not trying to put words in your mouth but sometimes you have to you have to dig a little deeper to kind of get the the best reading. You know, it's there's there's a lot under the surface when it comes to corner gas. Yeah, what's what's your favorite hidden meaning behind one of your favorite episodes, Paul? Let's let's dive in deep. Well, uh, great. That's it. It's time for a reboot. <laughs> Thank you. Universe <laughs> reboot. The weapon. Oh. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of What's Up, the podcast about what's up, which is the weather and the sky. My idea for a title, of course. I love to point that out every episode. My name's Charlie Wallace. And uh, I'm I'm Adam Gobeski. And uh, once again, I'm, I'm disappointed that we're not talking about Carl Weathers. <laughs> well, I mean, th- we always leave open that possibility as long as Carl Weathers is talking about the weather. Or there's some Carl Weathers news related to the weather. And I'm just asking whether Carl Weathers can't just experience weather and we can't just talk about that. Like oh, maybe what? like maybe it's raining on him right now and it's you know, Okay, it's, but I don't want to speculate about that. Where so where is Carl Weathers right now and what's the weather what's the weather over Weathers? Well I'm glad you asked. Have you had any uh success in reaching out to his team? Uh I I have not. Not yet. I keep offering to to take him to Burger King. Yeah, I, I saw I saw on a TV show once that he really liked Burger King. But yeah, I don't know. I, I gave offer him like a soup bone, 
like I like I, a ham bone for for making soup, and he just he wouldn't. That apparently wasn't enough of a draw, which really surprised me. But hi, this is Jason King. I'm actually just here on a studio tour, but you guys are one of my favorite podcasts. And I just heard a voice that wasn't Adam or Charlie. Could you tell me who that is with you in studio? Oh, geez, you know I'm so sorry. We get caught up in this weather versus weather debate at the beginning of every episode. We have a uh, um, Paul Wilcox in the studio with us. Welcome, Paul. I really apologize oh, for that. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great to be back and it's uh and it's great to meet you, Jason. You too, Paul. Any fan of this podcast is someone who I'm also a fan of. So you're a fan of yourself. Well when you put it that way. All right. Well okay. Adam, would you be willing to do this compromise? Can we talk about the weather places as if Carl Weathers was there? Like a hypothetical Weathers weather. Like what if Carl Weathers was an anchorage? What weather would he be experiencing right now? Yeah, uh, no, that's fair. But, you know, um, you know me, Charlie, and you know how easygoing I am. And that if there's one thing that all the listeners know about me is that, that I will never compromise. Unless we're talking about the Weathers channel. The Weathers That's a That's my new streaming service um, ded- dedicated exclusively to the works of Carl Weathers. It's, uh, it's, it's $12.99 a month. Seventeen ninety nine a month if you want the commercial free package. It's twenty nine ninety nine a month if you want the package that's not commercial free, but all the commercials are commercials that Carl Weathers has been in. There's some real rarities oh. in there. So. And I have to interrupt you there, Adam, because Damn. it's five minutes after the start of the podcast. And in Topeka, Kansas, it is 66 degrees Fahrenheit currently. Uh, humidity is 21%. The wind is just coming about two miles per hour out of the northwest not a cloud in sight. So yeah, if you're listening to this as we're recording, that is the weather in Topeka, Kansas. Sorry to interrupt, Adam. Uh, no, that's totally fine. Because if you're in Topeka, Kansas right now, you may notice that our, our local Weathers Channel affiliate, KCWS, we're currently showing Force 10 from Navarone. So that's that's got some good stuff there. I mean, you're not as lucky as uh, if you were over in uh, San Francisco, California, on uh, KWRS, right, um, where they're showing uh, Action Jackson. Now, do those stations have weather devices on top of them? You know, to measure rainfall, humidity, temperature, etc. That's a great question. No, they don't. Oh. No, um, we are hmm. we are a, we're a purely indoor activity. We we don't believe in going outside unless it's to to see Carl Weathers, but otherwise. This is a strictly indoor operation. That's it. I've had enough. It's time to reboot this podcast. I'd like to hear about some of Paul's favorite things. Hello and welcome to another edition of Paul's Favorite Things Report. I'm Adam Gobeski, Keeper of the Things. And I'm Charlie Wallace, Lister of the Things. I keep the extensive list of the things officially on the Paul Wilcox's Favorite Things website. Uh, and I can't tell you how excited we are today, listeners. You know, we've done over a thousand episodes. This is episode 1150. And the first time ever we have, I can barely talk at him. Like, I, I don't even think I can get through this. Can you finish it for me? I'm just, yeah, I can't no, contain I, myself. I can, I can. Yeah, we, we do in fact have the, the legend himself, Paul Wilcox, here to tell us about the favorite things that he's stuffed into his cloaca. Hey now, you know, guys, don't uh, don't don't put too much fanfare here. I 
I put on my uh, favorite Target brand chinos. Ooh. Just like you guys do. Writing that down. Writing that down. Target brand chinos. What uh, what size again? Um, that would be a uh, well. It depends on the on the month. Uh, right now it's a thirty six thirty. Oh, I I could wear that. I, I like red. Um, you know, kind of a salmon color, but I also like the the more tan khaki now, color. Now, are these new chinos? Are these like Goodfellow chinos? Are they gonna like older ones like Massimo? Well, so I like the I like the Massimo, but uh, I also I like I like the the Hagar ones. But I am now, you know, of course, have fallen in line and and uh, going with the Goodfellow. Yep, the, I like the athletic fit because there's a little more room in the, in the butt and hips to kind of move around, but it's still got that skinny stretch feel. for the for that. So for when things come out of your cloaca, mm-hmm. like th- when all of the various, you know, these are. These are exactly the type of things that we just have to speculate on every week, which is why it's so exciting to have you here today, Paul. I just can't even express it. Oh, it's you know, it's a it's an honor to be on Sir, your your podcast. Yeah, so um, I guess let's start by addressing one of the the rumors that we had back in episode um, eight seventy two. I'm sure all the all the the regular listeners know. Obviously, a very controversial episode where Charlie and I disagreed, but. Um, can you tell us whether your toothbrush, whether that's white and green or off white and green? You know, and this is super important, too, because, I mean, I have like my official handwritten list here. And if it's not what I think it is, I might have to get out the white out. It'd be the first time ever. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen. So it's 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 overdue. Yeah, this is this is the this is the make or break moment. Yeah, Don't disappoint me, Paul. So, um, I don't want to disappoint anyone here, but, uh, but you have, it to. is actually off white and green. That's it. I quit. <laughs> I can't handle this anymore. I'm done. Can you believe he said that? He said it's off white and green. What did he say? He said it's off white and green. How dare he? Exactly. Oh, I know. I'm quitting this podcast. You should. Right. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Hey. Go talk about Tony Huff stuff instead. I really hope I didn't um, create a, a rift that that can't be healed here. Well, well, I mean, you did, but it's not your fault, Paul. I mean, it is in the sense that you directly caused it, but <laughs> it's you know just a matter of time. So, Paul, okay, so now just you and me. I, I'm sure. You, hopefully, you have some time to sit and go through a few of your favorite things with me. So, if you had to pick a favorite thing between. I guess me on the podcast or Adam on the podcast. Which of those two things is your favorite? All right, all right. This is, it's time for a reboot. This is this is getting too real right now. Um, universe reboot. This is going to be a podcast now that uh, focuses on confirmed Sasquatch sightings in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome to another edition of Sasquatch Report. That was the sound of the official Sasquatch Report sponsor, Diet Sunkissed Orange. Mm. I'm your Sasquatch host, Adam Gobeski. And I'm your Sasquatch co-host, Charlie Wallace. I would also like to point out that 
while it is our official sponsor of our Sasquatch podcast, if you're actually out there squatching, you should make sure don't open the can if you think the Sasquatch is near. I can't tell you how many times I've opened my can of Sunkist, and I think that's maybe why I haven't personally seen a Sasquatch yet. But that's that's not what this show is about. This is about actual confirmed Sasquatch sightings in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, no, it's I, not. I don't know why you keep believing that. Every time I tell you, no, this is a this is a podcast about furries who identify as Sasquatches. Yeah, confirmed sighted Sasquatch furries in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Of which I have seen I'm none. Confused. Really? I saw 14 yesterday. Oh, no kidding. Oh, were you were you at the... Uh... I was at the convention. Oh. Uh, SquatchCon, yeah. Yeah, I miss I missed that because I was still coming down from... I was uh, still on my way out of my most recent two-month retreat to the Cascades. Yeah, so of uh, course we have we have with us our our residence uh squatch field expert, Paul Wilcox. Oh, it's it's great to be back. Thank you. And uh join us uh for the first time as an actual Sasquatch furry, Jason King. Which I'd like to thank you guys for having me, even though I actually prefer to identify with Bigfoot rather than Sasquatch. I know that okay. would make me a little oh, bit of a okay. pariah usually on this podcast, but thank you for having me anyway. As I say, as far as us, you know, beggars can't be choosers as far as guests. <laughs> I'm just happy that um chosen to, to join us despite that potential rift, um, Mr. Bigfoot. Now, actually, I had a question because, you know, again, I haven't made any of these sightings myself. Since you are a Bigfoot furry, does that mean that you don't want people to see you? Or is that only when you have the costume on? Like, do you consider it a failure now that we've sighted you? Um, so chances are that this um, this particular episode will never see the light of day. So it doesn't really matter what we talk about. Um, I, I'm happy to disclose um, some things that you may not know. Um, some things that maybe you thought you knew but are not correct. And maybe even some things that you guessed right on. So, is it also true that Sasqu- that Bigfoot furries are known within the community as the loneliest of furries? That's it. Things are getting too personal. It's time for a reboot. Universe reboot. I'd like to hear about um, the popular children's pizza-themed restaurant, um, Chuck E. Cheese, formerly known as Showbiz Pizza. Welcome back to the unofficial Chuck E. Cheese fantastic show podcast. You shut your whore mouth. It's Showbiz Pizza Cast. Showbiz Pizza Never Say Die. Ah, and of course, that's Adam Gobeski, my co-host, who uh, is a pretty much a remnant of the past, a dinosaur at this point. He can't can't accept the forward-thinking Chuck E. Cheese mentality that. Uh, Really, the whole country has been won over by at this point. But, and as usual, we have our frequent guest and Chuck E. Cheese aficionado, Jason King. Thanks for having me, guys. I've got a token for each one of you. Oh, thank you. And uh, I have my one true uh, guest, uh, heir to the showbiz pizza place chain, Paul Wilcox, with me. It's great to be back to uh, talk about showbiz pizza. That's right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how your showbiz quest is can, is going this week to to burn down all the Chuck E. Cheese pizzas that were that were showbiz. 
I've kind of had to slow down uh, this past few months and kind of take it easy after um, the FBI kind of uh, started paying some attention to my activities online. So I'm just kind of kind of laying low for now and uh, just want to talk about the positive things about uh, Showbiz Pizza and um, you know all that it has to to offer over you know all that the, that Showbiz Pizza's one true rat has to offer over this Chuck do, do you imposter. Mean, you mean Billy Bob? Yes. Yeah. Billy Bob. Wait, what is Billy Bob anyway? Is he also a, a rat? Looks like he's a bear. A bear? Who wants pizza from a bear? Who wants pizza from a rat? This isn't 20 whatever children. year pizza Lots, rat was. Thousands upon thousands of children <laughs> every year want pizza from a rat. Who are you to deny them? <laughs> I think they should have it from bears. Ugh. Yeah. It really makes more sense when you think about it. It does. So as usual, we like to check in with Jason and our skee-ball ticket exchange rate update. Yeah, I was just going to let you guys know that um, I've actually been playing skee-ball for um, about eight hours today so far. And I have received 10,327 tickets, which is not a new record for me. Um, I'm usually better than that, but, um, I am about to exchange them for a pack of gum. Ooh, fantastic. What, what flavor gum? Fruit punch. And it's the sticks. It's not the squares. It's the stick gum. That's a, that's a step up from the, uh, from the over gum, oven gum or something. I don't know about that, but I'm just glad that they updated from Bazooka Joe because I kept eating the comics. (laughs) So Jason, just, uh, another update. If you could tell us. So if we were to take all of those tickets to Showbiz Pizza, which no longer exists, uh, what could we get for all those tickets? Um, so if you were able to take them over there, um, you could get a pen that doesn't write. You could get pizza if you stole it out of the kitchen. Or you could also um, get a use of the bathroom. Oh. So pretty much nothing of value, you're saying? Because that's what I thought. Well, you asked, yeah, what's in the bathroom? I don't know. Nobody want to go in those crummy old bathrooms anyway. I don't think they even used to clean them. We're well, still talking true, about Chuck E. Cheese. People leave stuff there, and so that's where you get the valuable. Because showbiz pizza bathrooms were always virtually, I don't know if you can see my square scare quotes, spotless. They were, they were virtually spotless. Yeah, I mean, you could practically eat off the floor and... Pretty much that's what everybody had to do. Look, just recall. because there was a plate shortage one time. Let's see, what else in this restaurant is porcelain? Hmm. <laughs> porcelain plates. Ooh, big spender. Excuse me, guys. I'm going to jump into the ball pit. I'll be back. I'm going to go run into the ball pit, so I'll be back in a minute. Woo-hoo-hoo! All right. We, we got we to gotta reboot this again. This is, this is ridiculous. What we really need is a podcast that reviews the li- the life and, and work of our uh, hero, Brendan Fraser. What's up, Fraser fans? It's time for another episode of Fraser Cast, the cast, the podcast where we talk about Brendan Fraser, not that asshole Fraser Crane. I'm your Fraser head, Adam Gobeski. And I'm your second Fraser head, Charlie Wallace. Always less enthusiastic for some reason. And I'm your second Fraser head, Charlie Wallace. That's better. I like the sound of that. And okay. We have with us four very special guests. 
We have Paul Wilcox. It is great to be back on this wonderful podcast. We have Brendan Fraser fan number two, Aaron Burr. It is, it, it is, uh, I'm happy to be here. We've got Brendan Fraser lover, Billy Crystal. Uh, it, all right, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> We're rebooting again. Universe reboot. We're going to talk about this. This is a podcast about the history of hydroelectric power in North America. Welcome to another episode of Damn It, the Hydroelectric Power Podcast. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I am very American host, uh, Adam Golbeski, here to learn all secrets of hydroelectric power in the United States. So tell me a little bit about specifications, please. Well, Adam, I just, of course, want to point out again how glad I am that you answered my online posting for a podcast co-host on on Reddit, it was da 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 the the, the specs, uh, spe- specifications, please. I do whoa, work whoa, at a hydroelectric whoa, whoa. dam. No state secrets here. Well, I'm just, I mean, no state secrets. Yeah, no, no state secrets here. Just uh, to give me the, the 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 open secrets for the the hydroelectric. We can't risk it. We can't risk it. I'm going to have to reboot the podcast right now. I would like to know Netflix or who. What's up, streaming fans? It's time for another episode of Netflix or Hulu, the podcast where we tell you which streaming service your favorite movies and TV shows are on. I'm your Nets Hulu fan head guy, Adam Gobeski. And I'm your Hulu Netflix fan supreme, Charlie Wallace. Uh, We've got a big, big list for you today. What uh, shows and movies are on your favorite two and only two streaming networks, Hulu and Netflix? Uh, We have two guests today. We've got a huge Netflix fan, but for some reason not a huge Hulu fan, Paul Wilcox. Yeah, that's right. I love Netflix. Hate Hulu. Thanks for having me back on. And the other side of the microphone, we've got a uh, Netflix shipper over here, Jason King. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thank you. So enough small chat. Let's get started. What do you want to know about? For all of you that are huge fans of the long-running sketch comedy show Saturday Night Live, you can watch that next day on Hulu. Or if you have a subscription, I think you can watch it maybe sooner than that. I don't know, but I don't think you can watch that on Netflix. This this just this won't do. We need a we need a universe reboot here. But I haven't gotten to the Twilight Zone, brah. Hulu for life. I think I think what what the. What audiences will really take to is the eternal debate of Blu-ray versus HD DVD. Welcome back to another episode of Blu-ray Has Already Won. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm your host, Adam Gobeski, although I hate to remind you that uh, the name of this podcast is HD DVD Uberalis. So I know, I just always had wished that, you know... I lived in some other universe where Blu-ray had went out as the preferred format instead of HD DVD. You know, I went all in on that PlayStation 3. And I wish I lived in a universe where I didn't have to do a podcast with you. But here we are. Yep, we have no choice. Not not since the state mandated podcasts as a patriotic duty. That's right. We have to pick a podcast about something. And 
We woke up late on the day that podcasts were being distributed, and this is the one we got. It is. It's uh, it's a sad thing, but... Uh, I was really hoping for true crime, you know, but I mean, how much true crime is there? Well, you're in luck, because uh, we're going to start by uh, talking about the latest HD DVD releases of your favorite filmmaker, Dinesh D'Souza. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to have to stop you right there, because I don't know what the wizard's talking about, but... This isn't going to do universe reboot, and I'd like to hear speculation about what I should do on Wednesday. Hey, and welcome to our another episode of our long-standing podcast, What's on Wednesday? I'm your host, Adam Gabeski. And I'm your host, Charlie Wallace. Of course, this is the podcast where we talk about what Jason King is going to be doing on this upcoming Wednesday. Not every Wednesday, this specific upcoming Wednesday. So it's all been leading to this, folks. We've only got two days left. So we'll pretty soon we'll know the answer and we'll be able to wrap up this podcast. Well, I mean, obviously, we'll have some podcasts afterwards, sort of a postmortem to discuss what Jason actually did. But um, anyway, I want to welcome the podcast. Uh exalted guest paul wilcox always got some some great insight for us welcome to the show paul all right all right jason i i don't think i don't think this is gonna work um i i think the wednesday everyone already knows what you're gonna do on wednesday i think what the audience really cares about is tuesday so universe reboot what is jason doing on tuesday Welcome to another episode of What's Jason Doing on Tuesday? My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski, and we've got the latest scoop about what Jason is doing this coming Tuesday. We've only got a couple episodes left, Tuesday fans, so get your guesses in now. The books are open. For all of you who have bet so far that Jason King will wake up on Tuesday, that is a pretty good bet. We're giving that at an even uh, one-to-one odds, so you'll get you'll get nothing back. You'll get your money back. Uh, unless, of course, he wakes up dead, in which case you'll get nothing. So I wouldn't bet that, but you'd, you'd be surprised whoa, so whoa, far. Whoa, 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 I don't actually celebrate Tuesdays. I do not <laughs> celebrate Tuesdays. So oh. I don't know what you're thinking. But well, that's why everyone wants Monday. to know what you're doing on Tuesday. <laughs> you know, Boxing Day. Before I consider <laughs> thinking about Tuesday. So I'd like to know what should I do on Monday. everyone and welcome to an episode of mastication monday where we chew over what jason keen is going to do on monday i'm your host adam gabeski and i am your second host charlie wallace we've got uh two wonderful guests in the studio we've got of course our favorite of favorite guests paul wilcox uh it's it's great to speculate about what jason will be doing or chewing this monday yep and uh jason king's here too i guess all right, so we all know Jason King's waking up. I think that's pretty well established. Do you is think he's going to eat? Mm, you're right. Maybe remember, we should speculate on that a little bit more. Well, remember, we're talking like 1201, right? And yeah, if okay. we know anything about Jason King, we know it's about he's he's as regular as clockwork when it comes to the old BMs. So <laughs> it's, like it's Monday. Got to get one in right away. That's right. You got to start the week off right. I'm proud of my record. And, you know, of course, we've been keeping track of this over the course of the last 10 years or so. And, you know, the good money is on that BM happening exactly 12.01. 12.05, possibility? Less likely, but... Uh, odds aren't great. No. No, 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 no. I mean, if, if you 
if, if you want to throw your money away. Yeah, that day is is tomorrow. So it is currently Sunday, the day before the Monday that, you know, we've all been waiting for. Uh, what is Jason eating today? Like if we actually want, you know, to figure out what's going to happen at 12.01, you know, maybe Paul, uh, why don't you tell us what uh, Jason ate today? Oh, well, uh, he had uh, the boss from Jersey Giant. How well does his digestive tract normally handle a boss? Does it do pretty well, or does it uh, does it block up the work somewhere along the line? All right, all right, I'm, I'm <laughs> done with this. <laughs> We're getting too in the weeds here. <laughs> this is now a podcast about beetles, one of the many, many varieties of beetles on this great planet Earth. Hello, and welcome to another edition of your favorite best podcast where we talk about pete best of the beatles i'm your host adam gobeski and i'm charlie wallace you know people tend to concentrate on the latter years of the beatles instead of uh some of their earlier work which include which i would say is some of their best if you will adam oh i get it (laughs) i've been waiting to use that one you waited 70 episodes for that one wow that's that's restraint if I'd thought of that, I would have used it in like episode four. So we've got with us again today, Paul Will Cox. It's it's good to be back, but I'm I'm still waiting for you guys to talk about Beatles. Well, Pete Best is a Beatle. I mean, yeah, I I can't I don't know what you're talking about, but I mean that's what the podcast is about. So you've got at least the one Beatle. I mean, what would you have us talk about? Like the car, um, Stu Sutcliffe. Like, yeah, Stu. How about some other Beatles? Like you know, we got you got stag you got dung you got are are those session musicians i'm not familiar with those names um (laughs) (laughs) you weren't ready i mean they're they are common names they're not the scientific names i mean i'm i'm looking through my uh my beatles book here i see andy white listed as a drummer on love me do Uh, i'm not seeing anyone named dunn unless is that is are you trying to make some sort of is is that another name for like for Ringo, did they call him Don at some point? Because he, you know, he hit the he hit the the drum and it made a, a kind of a, a dull rain sound, like a like a dun. That's my best guess. <laughs> Your best guess. You got it. Oh, I'm doing it too now. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, you're right. I, I'm going to have to interrupt you right there because I heard the word dung, and so I'm worried that this is going to circle back to my regularity. So we're going to have to change this up. Reboot the whole universe. Take that, Paul. And we're going to talk about what is the best fast food restaurant in the world. Hello, and welcome to another episode of our fabulous podcast, Arby's Can Kiss My Ass. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And as usual, Arby's Can Kiss Our Ass. Like Seriously, Arby's, if you want to come over and just give it a nice old kiss. That'd be great. We don't ask much, Arby's. We really don't. I mean, I, I showered for you and everything. All right, Jason. This is this just won't do. Between that, and We're, the circle is tightening, and it's getting ever more fecal as we go on. So, so we need to we need to reboot into something that in no way could you know circle back to anything related to to human bodily functions. So I think we're going to have to um, reboot as a podcast about the history of uh, human sanitation. And that should do it. 
welcome to another edition of our favorite podcast about human sanitation, Trash Heap of History. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And this is the show where we like to talk about the history of human sanitation, but uh, in ways that are, aren't necessarily related to uh, the bathroom, right? We, t- we try to avoid those subjects for obvious reasons. A L- lot of hand washing to talk about. Um, A lot of brooms. Lot of, oh, yes. Oof. Uh like to welcome back to the show, uh, Jason King. Uh, what's your favorite? It's you know usually when we introduce guests, we just ask them what what's your favorite cleaning method? Could be anything. Just has to be about humans. No bathroom stuff. That's it. Before I answer, I'm gonna have to reboot this podcast. I need to know: Is anyone available to mow my lawn tomorrow? Right, and welcome back to our game show podcast, Mo Jason's Lawn. I'm the host, Adam Gobeski, and we have with us our very special contestants, Charlie Wallace. Hey, it's so exciting to be here. And Paul Wilcox. All right, all right Jason, you're, you're clearly rebooting this for just personal gain. Um, universe reboot, who wants to get dinner with me tonight? Hello, and welcome back to... Your favorite game show, Who's Going to Eat Dinner with Paul Wilcox tonight? I'm your host, Charlie Wallace, and we have two contestants with us today. Of course, Adam Gobeski. Hello. And Paul Wilcox. It's uh, great to be back. Just looking for something to do tonight. Wondering if anybody wanted to get some dinner. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to have to stop you right there, Paul, because it sounds like you just developed a podcast so that you could cement your dinner plans. So I'm not going to accept that, nor the premise. Therefore, I am going to reboot the universe right now. Universe reboot. And I would like to know, fall or autumn? Welcome to another edition of your favorite word podcast, Fall or Autumn, where we debate the lexical merits of the two terms for the season that comes after summer. I'm your autumn co-host, Adam Gobeski. And I'm your fall co-host, Charlie Wallace. And we've got two, uh, well, guests with us today. We've got Paul Wilcox. All right, we're, we're not going to get anywhere with this. You, universe reboot, dinner or supper. Hello and welcome to another episode of What Do You Eat Before You Go to Bed? My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski. And uh, I guess the question we want to ask to our two guests, Paul Wilcox and Jason Kane, is do you call it dinner, supper, or fourth meal? Well, I'm definitely a fourth meal guy. Why is that? Do tell. Well, basically because I only eat Taco Bell before I go to bed. Does this fourth meal have to be Taco Bell? Uh, If you're eating Taco Bell, it by definition, becomes fourth meal, I think. Right, but like... Whoa, so whoa, whoa. I'm going like... to I'm have to stop this right now because I actually agree with Paul. And so therefore, if we agree on anything, I'm pretty sure that the universe will explode and not be able to reboot it, be rebooted. So this is for all of our own safety. Universe reboot. And I'd like to know what the best menu item for Taco Bell is. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another edition of Nacho Fries or Bust, where we answer your questions about the Taco Bell menu and what the best items to get are. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. Of course, the answer to that is the Nacho Fries, but uh, we always like to put it 
to our guests every episode and tell them usually why they're wrong. Welcome back to the show, Jason King. Yeah, nacho fries are really good. Well, are they the best? The answer is yes. Um, yes. And Paul Wilcox, what's your favorite? I mean, the nacho fries are great. Thank you. But there's no point in eating anything at Taco Bell without a Baja Blast. Therefore, it's it's the best item. Baja I, Blast. I think we're going to have to kick Paul off this uh, podcast. I mean, it's kind of the unwritten rule. Who's who's Paul? I don't know who this person who's dead to me that you're speaking of is. Yeah. It's almost like he has no power over what us you, anymore. What do you dip the nacho fries in if you don't have a Baja Blast on the side? Did you hear something? I don't know. It's kind of like the uh, kind of like the wind blowing in a sort of inconsequential way. The sound of a gentle breeze going. Nacho fries are best. All right, all right, Jason. I think we're we're getting way too in the weeds here. We need to bring it back. I think the podcast shines best when you can just talk about anything under the sun or not under the sun. Just reform and all topics allowed. Universe. I'm willing to. I'm willing to uh, to go along with this reboot if we can exclude cloacas. Yeah, that's that's fine. I never really liked them that much anyway. Then it's settled. Universe reboot. Warlock and wizard unite. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name's Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. We've got two very wonderful uh, non-manipulative guests with us today. We've got Paul Wilcox. It is great to be back again. And Jason King. Welcome back to the show, Jason. Thanks, guys. This is where I belong. It took me a while to realize it, but now I know. That's kind of an unusual thing to say, but thank you, Jason. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Paul... uh... I understand that you wanted to tell us about some things that you found in your cool, in your cool, cool. <clears throat> yeah, why don't you get a drink of you water? Want, you want to tell yeah, us? You want to tell us about some things? Yeah, no, here I things I, got I some, found yeah. in my closet. No, 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 no Paul. Your, it's it's your, the segment we do every episode. It's things you find in your, <clears throat> um, you know that in my that car? that thing that you. I I don't know. I'm having trouble even thinking of it right now. Uh, yeah, I'm really not sure what you guys are talking about. Your uh, your pee butthole. Just so you mean the normal normal butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a problem. <laughs> Wait, which podcast is this? <laughs> have our powers failed us? You know, I figure if we can't actually talk about what we came here to talk about, maybe we should just end the episode. Shortest episode ever. I suppose. There's always next time. I guess we'll just end with Charlie singing a song about it. When a problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. Da na 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 na, sing a song about it. Da na 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 na, sing a song about it. There we go. Sing us a song about us not remembering what our long-running segment is. Okay. Yeah, so so sing us a song to the tune of Uptight, Everything's Alright by Stevie Wonder. Baby, tried to start a podcast, couldn't remember why we did it. Something about Paul putting stuff in him. <laughs> Can't figure out 
what we meant to do, but we're here, so we'll have fun anyway. Hey, Paul, what would you put inside of that thing we don't know? Yeah. That was good, but it should have started with, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. For another episode, hey, edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. Everybody, what's Paul putting inside <laughs> his own body now? Is it Pizza House or something else? We don't really know yet. <laughs> For another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report, my name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski. And thanks to our, uh, our two uh, magical guests, Paul Wilcox. It was great to be on. And last but most assuredly not least, Jason King. It's been enlightening. Maybe next time we'll remember what that segment was. Or not. I'd actually well, be fine not. not. Maybe we should just let it go. <laughs> Take that pencil and shove it up your midden? Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. Make sure to check out our website at GobeskiWallsReport.com. Hey, everybody. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Just follow us at GW Report and like our page on Facebook, the Gobeski Wallace Report. And hey, everybody. Tune in to next episode where there's sure to be tons more hilarity that we know you'll enjoy. Hey, everybody. Jason, are you really going to let this keep going? I'm going to oh, go I out. Thought I was... Is this where we <laughs> learned Jason I, I dropped? Was... <laughs> I thought it was Paul's turn, but he seems to be yeah, enjoying it. I thought, it was Paul's turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought if I brought up Cloacas again, that Jason would shut it down again. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have to be a strictly uh, back and forth here. <laughs> Whenever either party feels appropriate. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. This is a podcast about the history of hydroelectric power in North America. Welcome to another episode of Damn It, the Hydroelectric Power Podcast. (laughs) My name is Charlie Wallace. (laughs) I was not ready for that. Hold on. <laughs> mm. One second. <clears throat>